1: Now, here's Brian Barnhart. And uh, good morning, everybody, and welcome to a Wednesday. We have reached the 21st day of the month of February here in the year 2018. Glad you're with us on A Penny for Your Thoughts today. Had a busy day yesterday up in East Lansing. Had the show up there. Hope you enjoyed that. Had lots of conversation on a variety of topics. Always appreciate that on an open line we do have an open line today for most of this first hour and then of course we will also in the second hour have an open line predominantly we are going to visit with a couple of uh, ladies uh, Kathy Emanuel and Kay Bronson they're going to tell us about the Friends of the Nursing Home Art Fair coming up this weekend just talk a few minutes about that just give you a little sample of what's going to be going on there but a lot of breaking news today, including the passing of the Reverend Billy Graham. Don't know if you saw that this morning or heard about that. Ninety-nine years old, passing away at his home in North Carolina. Of course, uh, evangelist on television for many, many years. If you um, grew up watching him on TV, I mean, he was on TV. And I forget if it was every Saturday night or or they would have specials, I know, uh, on a certain night during the week. Uh, he was on television, utilized that medium very, very effectively so, we'll uh, talk about the passing of Reverend Billy Graham. If you have any thoughts on him and his life and his legacy, feel free to give us a call, text, or email here this morning. Also, of course, some uh, local news involving the ball game tomorrow night involving Illinois and Purdue. There's a letter that's been sent to various uh, organizations, opponents of the uh, Chief Alinawick calling on state and federal authorities to stop a planned Paint the Hall Chief event. Tomorrow night in Champaign, that was a letter signed by 16 people. We'll uh, talk about that a little bit. Julie Wirth has that story today on the front page of the News Gazette, so we'll get into that a little bit. Of course, the national news uh, continuing uh, around Parkland, Florida, and the different protests and ideas uh, of what to do there. The president coming out. Uh, with a position or two on that particular incident. If we get a chance, we'll get into that as well today. So any or all of those topics, we can talk about the Illini game last night if you'd like. Uh, Illinois and Michigan State up in East Lansing. Michigan State clinches a share of the Big Ten title with a win last night. It was a three-point game at halftime. I thought Illinois played maybe one of their best halves of the year in the first half in in a really tough environment there in East Lansing on their senior night and a chance to clinch a share of the Big Ten title, but had a, a scoring drought uh, there at the start of the second half, and Michigan State, you could tell they were going for the knockout punch early in the second half, and they got it. And uh, they've got a couple of guys on that team that are going to be playing at the next level very soon. So uh, they win the ball game, and they win a share of the Big Ten title, Illinois and Purdue, coming up tomorrow night at 6 o'clock at State Farm Center. 356-9397 is how you can join us on the phones today. You can email us, talk at wdws.com. And text us on the Castle Heating and Cooling text line 351-5357. We'll come back and get it started here after this timeout to get us going on A Penny for Your Thoughts. Stay tuned. Welcome back to A Penny for Your Thoughts here on Newstalk 1400 DWS. Flood warning in effect for roughly the northern half of our listening area until one fifteen this afternoon, including uh, Champagne, DeWitt, Douglas, Edgar, Moultrie, Pied and Vermilion counties in effect for Ford and Iroquois counties until 10:45 this morning. With the flood watches and warnings comes the potential for water issues at home or at work. When you need help, call Servpro of Champagne. They're ready to help now. Need their number? Just Google Servpro Champagne. All right, so we're at three five six nine three nine seven, and you can text us on the Castle Heating and Cooling text line three five one five three five seven, or email us at talk at wdws dot com. Couple of callers waiting here. Let's go with Alan first here. Hey, Alan, good morning.
2: Morning, Brian. Uh, the ducks down here are swimming about anywhere they want to.
1: They're swimming?
2: Mm-hmm. Pardon me?
1: The ducks are swimming?
2: Yeah, they're swimming about anywhere oh, they want to. Oh, okay. Because like
1: there's lots of water. I see.
2: Right. <laughs> okay. uh, yeah, we played a pretty good uh, first half yesterday. And I don't know if it was our best one of the year, but. It was one of the better ones, and it was good to see. But you kind of knew the other shoot was going to drop eventually, and it dropped pretty quick. Uh, The ESPN announcers had mentioned that uh, LeBron Black has graduated from school, can be a fifth-year senior next year. Is that true?
1: Yeah, he's in graduate school right now. He and Finky both.
2: Right. Well, that's what they said. I had no idea. I hope he doesn't want to go anywhere
1: else. Oh, I don't think so. <laughs> He's—I uh, think he's—he's he's been amazing to watch the last month. He, his improvement has been fun to watch, all the way from his he freshman should. year to now. But I think his foot works better. The way he shoots the ball, the—you yeah. know—he's stretching his uh, floor game out a little bit, shooting threes. So, and he's shooting at fifty some percent. So, I—I uh, think I, I just, don't know. If, you know, I don't know
2: if he got it, but he should have been Player of the Week last week.
1: Well, he could I have imagine. been. Yeah, I, I agree with you.
2: Uh, my little axe to grind is about the Louisville situation. Yes. Uh, They got hit pretty good, pretty hard, but what what is 123 pitchers taking that away in the national championship game? What good is that going to do? But anyway, they hit him. NCAA hit him pretty hard, but they couldn't do a thing with North Carolina. In my mind, what North Carolina did was probably three times worse than what Louisville did. Because it's going on for a long time, and it's an academic institution control thing. And yet, NCAA <coughs> refuses to do anything about it. And basically, as we know, North Carolina just snapped their nose at them. But yet, they went after Louisville, and who knows who else is going to be there. Yeah, in.
1: 122 other victories besides the title game. Uh, they got right. to return about 600000 in conference revenue between 2012 and 15 NCAA tournaments. So all of that is a result of an embarrassing uh, sex scandal down at Louisville. So, yeah. yeah well, the, the North Carolina, I guess the the way they got out of it was that the uh, benefit they uh, were accused of using for the players, I guess they say, well, they used it for other students too, so that's okay. <laughs> so, we all so, know better than that, Brian. Yeah, I know, I know. Yeah. Okay.
2: Well, I'm going. I'm going wear my Chiefs at the Purdue game tonight. I hope. Uh, I hope they don't try to keep me from there.
1: All right. Hey, thanks, Alan. Yep. Uh, All right. We're at three five six nine three nine seven. You can email us, talk at wdws.com. All right. Uh, we mentioned the uh, passing of Billy Graham today, the Reverend Billy Graham, counselor to presidents, most widely heard Christian evangelist in history, has died at the age of 99. His spokesman telling the AP that Graham uh, died this morning at his home in North Carolina, had been treated for years uh, recently uh, for cancer, pneumonia, and other ailments. And uh, his nickname, he was known as America's Pastor. And uh, Billy Graham passed away at the age of 99. Happy Layman is with us from over at the Vineyard. Uh, Happy, thanks for coming on here for a couple of minutes. Well, thanks
3: for inviting me. It's uh, pretty much of a privilege to be on your show.
1: <laughs> well, thank you for coming on. And, uh, well, that uh, I read that news this morning, heard it uh, earlier this morning. And, uh, wow, what a legacy for Billy Graham, huh?
3: You know, he knew how to do things right. Uh, he never really promoted himself and yet he became famous and I loved his sort of walk softly carry a big stick approach um, he seemed to have the pulse of America and we're going to miss him he has never been replaced on the American scene and um, I just think if we all of us in the ministry could have a, a, a legacy like his would be in good shape
1: well a he utilized the medium of television very well obviously but he had a very simple message, right?
3: Yeah, he kept it simple, and he was, even more than his message, he and his message were the same. It's not more than his message. He and his message, he lived his message. You never heard anything about him living sort of high and mighty and acting uh, holier than thou. He was always very humble, very honest, very straightforward, but he told it like it was, and he didn't back down when people tried to uh, push him
1: on his views Mm -hmm. happy layman is with us here we're just talking about the passing of billy graham who passed away today at the age of uh, 99 Uh, just stylistically the way he uh, gave his messages um, i just thought were very very effective did you uh, as you were growing up and then watching him and and uh, did you take lessons from him on on sermons and, and and approaching a message like that
3: well he, he's a true evangelist. Mm-hmm. I'm much more of a pastor, uh, leader type of guy. But he, is, he will be studied for years and years for his staying. He had a mission. He stayed on, and he told people about Jesus Christ, and then he was nice about it, and he opened the door for literally millions of people and his crusades and stuff. They, they were always good to watch. He had great stories. Uh, he had great music involved. He never changed much, which is interesting. He, you, you say he started and then used TV well, but he actually started, uh, you know, clear back in the era when there really wasn't much TV and was popular then. So he knew how to adapt. Right. That's another amazing feature. Yeah.
1: And obviously, a counselor to presidents, uh, all the way from Eisenhower to uh, to most recently. So uh, they obviously respected uh, his message, but uh, confided in him quite a bit. I understand
3: right and i i've watched that series um on the queen of england uh recently and it it said he had an impact on her back in the uh 40s and 50s and so his influence was amazing but he kept politics for the most part out of his message mm-hmm. and too often i think we pastors we intertwine the kingdom of god and the kingdoms of this earth and Billy was pretty smart. He stayed pretty much on task to his, to his message. And as a result, Republicans and Democrats found him a good ear and good wisdom.
1: Mm-hmm. So what do we remember most about him, do you think?
3: Well, I think obviously his crusades. And I think he was a national conscience of America. If Billy Graham said something, almost every walk of life listened And that's pretty rare. Um, Now we've become a very polarized nation. But Billy Graham seemed to be able to say something, and people paid attention. I thought that was interesting. Mm -hmm. Um, Today, most pastors uh, are more polemic than he is. And he had an ability to reach uh, the rich, the poor, the masses, and the few. He could be comfortable in a small setting. He could be comfortable in stadiums. And those are rare, rare gifts. So uh, it'll be a long time before we see somebody with a total package like this guy. And in sports terms, this guy is, uh, you know, one of the uh, greatest of all time that they all talk about. He just it is amazing.
1: All right. Hey, Happy, thank you for the time today. And I appreciate your, uh, your yep. thoughts on this.
3: Hey, I appreciate you and your show. You do a good job being a – voice of this community and thanks for uh, sticking up for what you do and god bless you
1: all right thank you happy i appreciate it all yep. right thanks. that's happy layman over at the uh, vineyard church talking about the uh, passing of uh, billy graham i uh, got a uh, text here i guess or a tweet anyway from governor mike huckabee he said when i heard this morning that billy graham had died i said that's fake news billy graham's not dead he's more alive right now than he's ever been and the fact is uh, that's what he preached is there is life beyond this one because of Jesus Christ. That uh, from Governor Mike Huckabee. Got some more emails and texts coming in. We'll continue with more on this here, and uh, as we continue, if you want to talk about this or something else today, feel free to uh, do so. Let's go to Bob. Hi, Bob. Good morning.
4: Good morning. Okay, I have a question. Everybody's all up in air about people wearing the Illinois logo, chief, and all that. My question is. Okay, until uh, I don't, uh, I really don't think, i like to have somebody more up on this. I don't think they were going to stop. The stop thing used to be U of I uh, uh, assembly hall. But now State Farm has their hand in it, and also they're going to be fighting the First Amendment. So you need to get somebody that know what the legal side of it is. But with State Farm having a hand in it, I don't think they can stop anybody wearing the logo.
1: Well, no. I mean, you're you're not going to be able to stop anybody from wearing anything. I mean, <laughs> I mean.
4: It's, well, it's, they they have in their head that they can, but the, uh, well,
1: yeah. And there's a difference between you know if if you're a business or you're you know a, a school or whatever, and you want to in your workplace say, hey, we you want to set certain rules. You know, I mean, when I went to Liberty University, I had to wear a tie every day to class. Okay, I mean that was the rule, and you know, I didn't have to go there, but that's was the rule then, and uh, you know, so play. But is talking about general public showing up at a game? You, there's no way you're gonna you, you can't tell people what to wear and not wear.
4: Well, they can't tell the students either, because like I said, it's State Farm. It's not you know uh, all together U of I Assembly Hall.
1: Well, yeah, you can call it Assembly Hall if you want. Yeah. (laughs) And people still do, and sometimes I do accidentally. So, yeah. Yeah. Okay.
4: And also the First Amendment, too.
1: Oh, yes. That's right. All right. Hey, thanks, Bob. We'll come back with more Penny for Your Thoughts in just a moment here. We've got callers waiting. We've got Greg and John. We'll talk some more about Billy Graham as well. Straight ahead on Penny for Your Thoughts today. All right, welcome back. A penny for your thoughts continues here on this uh, Wednesday morning. We have hit the 21st day of February. Talking this morning a little bit about the uh, chief issue with the ball game tomorrow night, Illinois and Purdue. We got several emails on that. Also today, the national news with the passing of the Reverend Billy Graham. Mike Potts is the executive uh, pastor out at New Horizon Methodist Church. He's also going to be a new administrative service director for 600 Methodist Churches coming up here on uh, March the 1st. And, uh, Mike, how are you? Good morning, Brian. I'm doing very well today. It's good to hear from you this morning. Yeah, Mike is a guy I know very well. And I know uh, with the passing of uh, Billy Graham, we talked to Happy Lehman a few minutes ago. But just um, your thoughts on that, his legacy and his life.
5: Oh, well, Billy Graham, well, first of all, um, it's a glorious day for Billy because he's had his final healing at this point. And uh gone on to a great, great life with Jesus and God, but uh here back on earth it's a sad day and uh i I know Billy Graham, when I reflect on Billy, he's been part of my life my entire life, and uh even though I never met him personally, uh what he would say and how he influenced my life has been just uh, just been a deep impact for that, and I know it's been that way for millions and millions of people I know and for Billy
1: you. just had a way with him. Well, I know on TV, he implemented music a lot with the uh, and George Beverly Shea, I think, was always singing. I know oh, uh, the, the great songs, it. How Great Thou Art, and so forth.
5: Yes, yes. In fact, my mother and I uh, would watch every single crusade as I grew up in the 60s and 70s. That was just part of it. And I was a guy that just, I, I really didn't get church. I, uh, I, I wasn't a big fan of church. Uh, however, I was a big fan of Billy Graham, and I think what it was was just, he had that uh, North Carolina accent, which is very disarming, and uh, he was very—he's uh, a very humble man. He's a fantastic—he was a fantastic storyteller, one of the very best. And his message of hope and love was just—it was incredible. Yeah. And I, I would never miss one. And he did—he implemented everything. He would implement the speaking and the music, and then I remember seeing people stream down out of those huge stadiums to receive Jesus at the end of them. It was—it was. Just, it was is an emotional, spiritual time, even through the television. Yeah. At that time,
1: think we'll have another one like him, in the future.
5: Well, I pray, I pray we do, mm-hmm. um, because because what Billy brought wasn't just this fantastic message, it was who he was as an individual as well, a man of high integrity. Uh, I I feel that you know Billy will admit that he made mistakes in his life, but he was willing to do that, and uh, however he. He was one of the first people that uh, in the religious circles that would open up his financial books for people to see. And there was never any discrepancies in that. And uh, he was the, he was one of those people that said, I don't want any uh, a moral downfall to happen for me or the people of my organization. So he implemented some uh, some very staunch rules on how they would conduct themselves. And I just find that he was a guy um, that
1: had a high level of integrity and carried that through. 99 years of his life how Mm. remarkable is that just an amazing life hey mike thank you for the time today good luck with your new job thanks brian you know you're a dear friend of mine and i'm going to miss you a lot well we're going to miss you too you and both (laughs) yeah well thank you mike i appreciate the thoughts today take care very good mike potts executive pastor out at new horizon methodist church let's go uh, back to the phones i think greg is up next here just before the news hi greg
6: hi brian uh I just want to talk about uh, uh well I mean with uh, Billy Graham dying it's uh, kind of touches on what I want to talk about uh, the parkland school shooting and the the big you know debate going on in the country right now and uh, I, you know I, I I mean it I think mental health and gun control I think are you know a couple of contributing factors but I think the bigger issue is how we treat each other in this country, I mean, it's just, it's gotten out of hand. And, uh, you know, uh, our youth is is suffering. And, uh, you know, kids today are cutting themselves with pencil sharpeners and, you know, getting into drugs and, and you know, the gangs. And, and just, uh, I, you know, with Billy Graham dying, I think even if somebody's not religious, they could find value in the things that Jesus tried to teach. Mm-hmm. And, uh, you know, Jesus is a person. I mean, not as a, a religious deity or whatever, I just Jesus is a, a person try to teach some good things about how we treat each other. Mm-hmm. And I think people in this country could learn a lot from opening the book and reading about some of that.
1: Yeah, I, th- I think there's no doubt about that. I agree with you, and uh, we've, we have lost a lot of civility, it seems. Yeah. So,
6: Well, that's all I wanted to talk about, Brian. Thank all you. Right.
1: Hey, thank you. I appreciate the call. Have a good day. Yep, you bet. We need the uh, news. Headlines here coming up next with Michael Kaiser. We'll have that. Uh, we got a text here from Benny. He says, good morning. I've been a Louisville basketball fan since Denny Crum was the head coach. Louisville should hire Crum to be the AD. He will hire the right coach. Next Cardinals coach, they should hire Rob Judson, Tom Crean, or Thad Mata. All right, that's on the uh, Castle Heating and Cooling text line, 3515357. You can email us, talk at wdws.com is how you can reach us. Michael Kaiser has news headlines. We've talked some this morning about the passing of Billy Graham at the age of 99. We're talking about the, uh, the chief story that's in the front page of the paper today from Julie Worth regarding a letter sent out uh, complaining about the uh, with the paint the hall uh, chief night, I guess, that the uh, pro chief folks are putting together, have put together through Facebook and some of the reaction to that. So if you have any thoughts, feel free to share those. We'll come back with more after the news headlines.
0: A Penny for Your Thoughts with Brian Barnhart continues on News Talk 1400 WDWS. You can reach out to us on the phone at 217-356-9397, email talk at WDWS.com, or text On the Castle Heating and Cooling text line,
1: 217-351-5357. Back on Penny for your thoughts on this Wednesday, back from East Lansing, where Michigan State beat Illinois last night. They clinched a share of the Big Ten title. Nebraska rallied to beat Indiana last night out in Lincoln, Nebraska. Those were a couple of the games last night in the uh, Big Ten. Also, Ohio State blew out Rutgers, Illinois, and Purdue tomorrow night. Let's see here. I have an email at talk at com. It says, if wearing chief attire or cheering for the chief was in violation of some civil rights or anti-discrimination law, then that would apply to any event that involves Native American imagery, the Redskins, the Florida State Seminoles, Indians, Cleveland Indians, and so forth. Obviously, that is not the case. While what we choose to wear may offend others. Our free speech rights protect us. The anti-chiefs are not helping their causes in this community. It only stirs up those who would identify as chief supporters. Personally, if something offends me, dress, language, violence, I just don't put myself in those places or to be around those that do offend me. That's also a freedom, freedom of choice. That is from Robert. And a text in says with Professor Kaufman sending a letter to the Big Ten asking them not to televise U of I basketball game uh, with Purdue. This is going too far, threatening the economics of our great university. As a professor that we're paying with our tax dollars, his time spent on these activities is deplorable. It's time for him to go, time for the people to rally and send letters to the chancellor and the president of the great university, just as he has done sending letters to the Big Ten. All of this in the uh, News Gazette today, if you take a look at that, with uh, Julie Wirth in uh, today's paper. All right, let's go back to the phones. Doug is up next. Good morning, Doug.
7: Yeah, good morning, Brian. Sorry to call in on a second day. The cheap thing has got me upset. I'm going to remind everybody, and I am one, the fighting I refers to those of us that were alumni, faculty, staff, students, and retirees who enlisted in the United States military and gave our all, and in my case and many others have become disabled due to our combat injuries, to protect the rights and freedoms of our nation. And Memorial Stadium has been dedicated and has been rededicated to those brothers and sisters, warriors of mine that died in combat. And yet we see the U of I want to suspend the rights and everything else, the whole, a minor, small group of people saying we decide what's right and what's evil, what you can't do, what you can't wear, you can't see. They want to ban the uh, chief logo or you know stuff we wear in the offices or on campus. And that's just totally opposite of what's happening. And then the last part, if all these people are anti-chief and we've talked about this and we, you, you've helped me and Jim has helped me and Larry did too, if any of these people are so anti-chief and want to do something, what I do is I invite them to join us at the Grand Village of the Kickapoo and everything else to help the tribes get education, medical care, and more important, get their environment cleaned up. You know, do, if they want to have an anti-chief, let's do something constructive other than just complain and saying, well, you can't wear the shirt, you can't wear the logo, you can't sing the song, you can't watch a dance.
1: Yeah. Well, and that's what, uh, in the letter that was sent, I guess it was sent uh, by this small group, I think it's 15, 16 people, uh, Stephen Kaufman signed on. The letter marked crime alert was sent to Governor Bruce Rauner and to local state and federal law enforcement agencies, including the U.S. Department of Justice and the FBI. That's according to Stephen Kaufman. The, The paragraph that jumps out at me. Is a, the letter went on to allege the discriminatory behaviors could include a performance by Chief Alinewick, university band playing music designed to be Indian, quote, to juice up the crowd to yell, Chief. And the paragraph says the behaviors are illegal and therefore not protected by First Amendment rights, the letter argues. I mean, okay, who determines what's a First Amendment right? I mean, hello? Seems- you, can't, <laughs> you can't do that.
7: The U of I campus has been doing that for too long. You've got all these administrators that have come in there for a short period of time, destroyed our university, scandal upon scandal. You've got faculty that are involved in this for years and years and years. And when we go back to this, when Bob and Charlene started this whole thing back in the 80s, the whole, and I knew them both very, very well, the whole idea was, hey, I need to have some type of an activity or project to start to show them I'm a cultural, social cause. In order to get in law school. And that's how it all started with Bob and Charlene back, oh mm-hmm. man, this is way over 30 years oh, ago. Oh, wow. wow. And it's scary because the fighting lie refers to us that gave our all to defend our rights and freedoms of speech, association, and everything else. And it seems like the U of I campus and the administrators have forgot that. All and right. I would propose if they continue to do that. If they wanted to restrict our rights, they need to take down the American flag above the Illini Union.
1: All right, hey Doug, thank you for your thoughts today. Okay. Thank you. Good to hear from you. Yeah, the uh, memorial, the Fighting Illini, referring to the those who gave their lives in World War One, goes back that far. What a hundred years. Uh, let's go to John. Hey John, good morning.
8: Hey, good morning, Brian. How you doing? Good. Oh, it's it's, uh, it's really uh, a sad but it's a proud day. You know, as a Christian. Billy Graham has got his wings, and uh, the good thing about it, people don't realize how much influence he was in the civil rights movement as well. I can remember growing up in South Carolina. uh, Lester Maddox was uh, in Georgia. Billy Graham was in North Carolina. Uh, Dr. King's father was down at uh, Ebenezer Baptist Church in Atlanta, and they used to meet because during the day, you know, Lester Maddox had a pickaxe and raising all kinds of hell, but in the nighttime, he was in the basement of Ebenezer Baptist Church, and they were teaching blacks how to read and write and how to vote, and they promised, with the help of Dr. King's father, Dr. King and, and, and Billy Graham, to get the first black legislature on the books, and they did it, and it was Julian Bond.
1: Isn't that, isn't that interesting? Yeah, I did, I did not know that about him. So that's well, uh,
8: and the thing the thing that tripped me up was I remember you know I'm mean, back back then day we listened to Mom and Dad Grandma and grandpa, and we drove down from Easley South Carolina to this thing because my grandfather was big with the NAACP and the movement and all that and I remember going down there but they in the basement they had all the windows closed, and I saw these white gentlemen I didn't know nothing about I was a kid, but the thing that got me was at that time, you only had three channels, ABC, NBC, and CBS. And I told my grandmother one day, it came on. I said, Grandmama, look at this white man I hit with a pickaxe. Talking about killing You know, people. And it was less dramatic. And my grandmother said, baby, don't worry about it. We got this. That's all I remember.
1: Yeah. Wow. And they
8: elected Julian Doc, yeah. uh, Doc, uh Billy Graham was a part of that.
1: Hmm. Yeah, it's just interesting because his his message was so consistent about hey, if you get the heart right, things yeah. will take care of themselves. You know, I mean, uh, a lot of the you know racism has been a problem for a long time. It's it's a matter of the heart.
8: Well, in the right? black community, we thought he was the pope. We really did.
1: Hmm.
8: <laughs> That's the way we grew up in the south.
1: Yeah, interesting.
8: Take care, guys. Hey,
1: thank you, John. Good to hear from you. Let's go to Ed at three five six nine three nine seven. Hi, Ed. Good morning.
9: Hi, uh, Brian. I guess I'm off the subject a little bit, but I just couldn't resist calling you back when you were talking about uh, baseball visits out to the mound. Yes, I always heard that they were going out there to decide where they were going to eat after the game. (laughs) Haven't you heard that? Yes,
1: yes. That's uh, that's what they. Or like if you saw uh, Bull Durham, you know, they go out and talk about whatever, you know. Yeah. uh, Wedding gifts, I guess. Yeah.
9: They sure do want to. uh, control that because that's kind of important.
1: Yeah. Well, I had heard, and I think it was A.J. Hinch, who's the manager of the Astros, who, you know, would go out frequently or send his pitching coach out because they were worried about some of the signs being stolen. So yeah. They were going out to change the signs, and that's part of it. I think it's kind of tied in with that a little bit. But Well,
9: that's going on all the time anyway.
1: Well, yeah, that's <laughs> –
9: <laughs> they're 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 not as bad as Bill Belichick, but they're still doing that uh, sort of thing in baseball too.
1: So. Well, they, you know they they used to put spit on the baseball too. You know. Yeah, I know. Yeah, it's been, yeah. spit a little tobacco juice on there. <laughs> so. Whatever works. Yeah. <laughs> Thank you, Ed.
9: Okay. Yeah, that's all
1: I had. Thanks. Very Bye. good. Good to hear from you. We'll come back with more penny for your thoughts, more text, emails, phone calls. Nine forty eight. Good to be back in the Central Time Zone here. Back from East Lansing. We've got uh, two basketball games left. women play uh, tonight, by the way, over in West Lafayette. Dave Lone will have the play-by-play of that ball game from Mackey Arena. We'll come back with more after this on A Penny for Your Thoughts. All right, be careful out there with some of the uh, flooding going on. Got a text from Bill. He says, just drove through the town of Royal. The worst flooding I've seen in 60 years. Makes Champagne look like a desert, he says. That's on our Castle Heating and Cooling text line, 3515357. Your thoughts? We mentioned earlier, if you're just joining us today, we've been talking about the passing of Billy Graham. We talked to Happy Layman over at the Vineyard, Mike Potts out at New Horizon, uh, two gentlemen involved in uh, being pastors or executive pastor, uh, just talking about the legacy of uh, Billy Graham. And i got a little clip here, about a minute and a half, not real long, but just kind of an example of and I just went through and just pulled at random uh, one clip here that, you know, just kind of his speaking style and part of his message. Here's how that went.
10: Joshua, as you know, was a great military leader and he took the place of Moses when Moses went to be with the Lord. And the 15th verse, now he had called all the leaders of Israel together to a place called Shechem and he's getting ready to die and this is his farewell address. And during this address, he warns the people about their idolatry. He warns them that the judgments of God will fall upon them unless they live for the Lord. And here's what he says, And if it seem evil unto you to serve the Lord, choose you this day whom you will serve. If you want to serve the devil, serve him, but make a choice whether the gods which your fathers served that were on the other side of the flood or the gods of the Amorites in whose land you dwell. But then he says, as for me and my house, we will serve the Lord. Joshua said, if every one of you serves other idols and other gods, makes no difference. As for me and my house, we've already made a decision. We are going to serve the Lord. And that's a decision that every single person here tonight has to make. You either have to decide that you're going to serve the gods of materialism all around us, or the true and the living God.
1: Just a sample of uh, one of the many uh, sermons that uh, Billy Graham gave In fact, they say he became history's most traveled Christian evangelist, spoke in person to more than 210 million people in 185 countries and territories, and was a multimedia innovator and key leader in numerous evangelical Protestant organizations and meetings. The passing of Billy Graham today, that's a national story. It's all over the news. You'll hear more about it from CBS at the top of the hour. We're at 9.54. In the next hour for a few minutes, uh, open line for the most part during the hour. We will talk, though, with some folks from the uh, Champaign County Nursing Home, they have a really neat event coming up Sunday that's open to the public, uh, celebrating art through generations, an art fair, and uh, that's from friends in the nursing home. So we'll visit with those folks here in just a little bit. Got a text from Bill. He says Kaufman is a talking about Professor Kaufman is a textbook example of a fascist. That's a text from Bill today, three five six nine three nine seven is how you can call us, text uh, line at three five one five three five seven, or email us, talk at WDWS.com. Illini basketball last night. The Illini falls short in East Lansing. Next up is Purdue. Illini women play tonight. Illini women's tennis, by the way. If you didn't see this. They're up to number five in the country uh, as uh, they have a terrific start over there at Atkins for the women's tennis team. We'll take a quick break here. We're at 9.55. We'll come back with more uh, Penny for Your Thoughts after this timeout on DWS. Back on Penny for Your Thoughts. Uh, Busey, they have five ways to make your tax refund count. A tax refund is more than just extra cash in your pocket. It provides an opportunity to improve your financial fitness. Busey Wealth Management can help guide you with expert advice and innovative products and services. The average refund, they say, according to the IRS, is about $3,000. Most people plan to pay down their debt. Many will use the refund for basic necessities and to boost their savings. You can put your tax refund to work, Busey says. Add your emergency fund, pay off debt, save for retirement, save for a down payment, invest in your current home. And you can let Busey Wealth Management, please do, let them help you. Visit the Resource Center at BUCY.com and take advantage of financial calculators, assessments, and education tools, whether... Saving for retirement or college, Busey Wealth Management provides the support and resources you need to help achieve uh, achieve your financial goals. It's one eight hundred sixty seven Busey, or visit Busey dot com today. We talked about a lot of things: the chief, the uh, game tomorrow night with Purdue, the uh, paint the hall chief night that the pro chief folks have done, uh, put together through Facebook uh, event organizers, asking Illini fans to wear their chief shirts or other apparel. Uh, and a letter was sent to various organizations, the governor, local, state, and federal law enforcement, asking them to stop the ball game, basically, or stop the event from happening. The uh, paint the hall chief event. That letter is signed by 16 people, activists, several Native Americans, professors affiliated with the campus faculty association. So that's some of the back and forth there. Patrick Wade, a spokesman for the U of I Police Department, uh, said they had not seen the letter, but said police are working closely with State Farm Center on a security plan, which they do for all games, Is uh, was his statement. All right, we're at 9.57. Got a text in from Rich in Leroy. He says, keep the band out of this discussion. The song they play, Pride of the Illini, was written for them by Carl King. That is true Illinois music. Leave it alone, he says. here at DWS. Let's see uh, what else is happening. You may have heard Louisville basketball being stripped of their 2013 men's basketball championship in the wake of that embarrassing sex scandal. First time a Division I men's basketball program has been stripped of a national title. The interim president there believes the school's cooperation with the NCAA, though, should have counted for more than it did. Tuesday, Louisville announced an NCAA appeals panel that upheld sanctions against the men's program. And as we talked about earlier, they have to vacate not only the championship they won, it was against Michigan, I believe. Uh, They have to vacate that, but 122 other victories and return about $600,000 in conference revenue from the 2012 to 2015 NCAA tournament. So that news in uh, basketball. Mentioned the uh, basketball scores last night. College basketball, uh, Buckeyes beat Rutgers last night. Number 16, Ohio State got a feel-good win. And also last night, the Huskers beat Indiana. All right, we've got one caller waiting, but I've only got about 20 seconds. So, Victor, if you want to call me back after the top of the hour or hang on through the news, that's up to you. We will have some folks in from the county nursing home. Uh, Kathy Emanuel and Kay Bronston will join us about the art fair, Friends of the Champaign County Nursing Home. I think you'll find this interesting. And we'll come back and talk with them after the top of the hour. More to come here on A Penny for Your Thoughts. Again, the passing of Billy Graham was a big topic the first hour, also the Chief. A little bit of flooding news. I guess Royal is pretty flooded. So if you have any reports you want to throw in the mix as well, feel free to do that on the weather as we watch that. We'll come back with more after this on WDWS Champaign-Urbana, 10 o'clock. It's the second
0: hour of A Penny for Your Thoughts with Brian Barnhart on News Talk 1400 WDWS. You can reach out to us on the phone at 217-356-9397, email talk at WDWS.com, or text on the Castle Heating and Cooling text line 217-351-5357.
1: Now, here's Brian Barnhart. And welcome back to A Penny for Your Thoughts. As we are on this Wednesday, the 21st day of February, working our way through the week. We've got, uh, had an open line the first hour talking quite a bit about the passing of Billy Graham, who passed away this morning at his home in North Carolina, the age of 99. Also a lot of chief discussion with the um, paint-the-hall chief uh, issue that's gone back and forth. That was on the front page of the News Gazette today. Got a lot of emails and text about that. I'm going to take a quick pause from both of those topics. We'll have an open line in the last half hour of the show today. But want to talk about a, a special event coming up at the Champaign County Nursing Home in Urbana, Sunday, February 25th. It's known as Art Fair, celebrating art through generations. And we have a couple of folks with us here. We have uh, Kay Bronston, who is uh, with the nursing home. Correct, Kay? Tell me. Uh, tell me. I'm sorry, Kay. Hey, I'm Kay. With
11: Group and yep. I work with the marketing and public relations with the nursing home.
1: All right. And we've got Kathy Emanuel here.
11: Right,
12: and I'm with the Champaign County uh, Friends for Champaign County as well as the Advisory Board for Champaign County Nursing Home.
1: All right. Good to have you uh, both here today. And so much. Uh, Well for I don't know who us. I don't know who wants to uh, start, but tell me what how this came about, I guess, okay, about this well, event.
11: Well, there's been uh, I'll start, I'm K. And I'm gonna start the you know, we've had a tough year and we wanted to brainstorm a ways that we could showcase the nursing home and what a wonderful facility it is and what an asset it is to people who live in Champaign County and we thought what a better way than to partner with some of the artists in the community and put in an art show and have people come out and experience the facility firsthand and have a fun day with the family by looking at and purchasing some art from local artists.
1: And you got a lot of response?
11: We were overwhelmed. I think we thought it was going to be a fun thing, but we were surprised at how this took on. People have just responded tremendously. We have over 18 artists uh, participating, and we'll get into that in a minute. We have four musical groups, and we have quite a few demonstrations and beer and wine sampling. So it kind of took on a life of its own, and uh, we've gotten really, really excited. We have um, quite a few photography Uh, photographers uh, displaying their art Uh, there's Jim Lansford and uh, Nika Lucas and one of the things she's doing is she's photographing people when they describe themselves in one word. And I had the experience a couple of weeks to go see someone for photography and she mm. was, we guessed the words because uh, we'd look at the picture and guess the words and she was incredible. And we have another artist uh, that's, uh, I think her name, uh, pronounce it Aquila Williams and she's doing one situation different stories and it's photography about the homeless situation in Champaign County. I'm really looking forward to seeing mm. that one. Uh, we have weaving and there will be weaving demonstrations going out through the day and they're gonna let people uh, if they choose to try, give, try their hand at some weaving so mm-hmm. if that's been something you've thought maybe you wanted to do they'll give you some pointers and let you uh, try some weaving and we have some a pencil sketch artist and uh, once again, they're also going to be doing some sketching classes, give you little tips and see what you want to do. I heard she's also going to do some whittling on the side. so hmm. That'll be interesting.
1: So lots of different things. Yeah,
11: lots and lots of different things. Yeah. Lots of jewelry and uh, um, paintings, uh, limited editions. Mm-hmm. So that's well as a uh,
12: painting class, right? Some people can come out and sign up
11: for a painting class. Right. Uh, that's a re- one of the ones we were really excited about as well. Um, Paint Like Me, out of Mohammed. And... Mm-hmm. and uh, Private painting parties are quite a rage right now, especially with women. They oh, like to have I, a wine. I, I've actually done that. I have a wine anyway, And men, yeah, yeah, okay. Yeah. <laughs> what yeah. did you paint? Uh,
1: well, we did the little, um, I don't know what you. I don't know what the official term is, splash art or something where you, you have the little pan and you uh, have the different colors that you.
11: Acrylic painting. Yes. And guess what we're doing <laughs> yeah. at Champaign County on Sunday from yeah. 1 to 5, not <laughs> us. Uh, uh, paint Like Man Muhammad is going to do. Well, you can be a uh, advocate then for that. <laughs> yeah. Acrylic pouring and yeah, uh that's acrylic pour, and we came up with that actually um because it's something everybody of every age can do and have fun mm-hmm. there is a twenty dollar fee for that and it uh goes to the paint like me and it's for the supplies mm-hmm. for the artwork but they will be there all day from a one to five and uh actually we've gotten several phone calls about that so i encourage people to come on out you don't mm-hmm. have to sign up just show up they've got a big room set aside and uh plenty of acrylic paint so i'm hoping to do that as well i've never done it
1: yeah that is a lot of fun what Kay did Br- you
11: do with your art when you were done i have I, to ask
1: it's at home okay good we've got it up, in, on, up on display yeah i don't <laughs> know if it's up on the wall we haven't framed it or anything but uh, but it's not too bad okay uh, yeah. Kay Bronson is with us s.a.k. management for the champaign county nursing home kathy Emanuel. Uh, Your role, again, with the nursing home? uh, I'm
12: on the advisory board for the nursing home, and mm -hmm. then I'm part of a group that's been organized to support the nursing home called Friends of Champaign County Mm -hmm. Nursing Home.
1: Well, and I know the uh, nursing home has been in the news for different reasons. Uh, You know, this, whether to sell, not to sell, the political kind of back and forth. But you're doing this event because you want to just maybe make people more aware of that's right. What's going on? An We've, awareness
12: event. That's right. We've been asked if this is a fundraiser. Actually, it's not a fundraiser. The artists who come will be selling their artwork, but they get to keep the proceeds. This is an awareness raiser. It's kind of a uh, a myth buster for us. Right. We find that pe- there are a lot of misconceptions out there about the nursing home, and this would give people a chance to come in and see what the nursing home is really like and uh, dispel some of those mm-hmm. myths.
1: And to do all the things you would like to do on Sunday, you have to have a building that's big enough to do that right
11: right and it's we were talking earlier Kathy and I had a cup of coffee before we came over and I said you know I've done this for 35 years I've been in 15 different states but this by far is the nicest nursing home with more amenities than any I've ever seen and I don't think people realize what an asset this is um, to the community and to mm-hmm. Champaign County and because it's a not-for-profit it, it allows it you know has the opportunity to have more volunteers more programs and Kathy can talk a little bit about that but it's rare that you will see a chapel and a dental office and an adult daycare in one setting. Mm-hmm.
1: Well let me ask you the art fair again let me tell folks celebrating art through generations Sunday February 25th it's open to the public one to five so it's free admission. Free yep. admission. Just come by right. bring the family. Bring right. the
11: family oh. and we're, uh, there's some parking I mean there's a County parking lot right down the street, and mm-hmm. there's parking obviously at the facility, but there's a couple of different places, so don't give up on us. Park down the street if you need a ride, we'll come down and get you. <laughs> <laughs> so. And as with anything
12: that we're trying to attract public to, there's going to be refreshments, so. Mm-hmm. Bring, yep. bring yeah. the family,
11: bring kids. And I think that, I'm glad you brought that up. We do have refreshments, and they are prepared by our dietary staff because that's another myth, you know, oh, the food. And uh, part of my job is public relations and customer service is when I'm here, I walk through the halls and I ask the residents and I talk to the families, what What do you like, what don't you like, what can you improve on? And I have yet to have a complaint on the food, and the food mm. is very, very good. Okay. So, so
1: all of the uh, the artists are all local, pretty much.
11: Yeah, yep. yeah. I think uh, yeah, everything from Japan, Champagne, Urbana, and then Mohammed, We got a couple, but yeah. Mm-hmm.
12: And the so, uh, winery is the Wildwood Winery out of St. Joseph, and then uh, Riggs, Riggs Brewery. Brewery.
1: Wow.
11: Yeah, so well, we're excited to have Wildwood Winery and Riggs. That's uh, <laughs> we're really happy to have the samplings.
1: Again, Kathy Emanuel with us here, Kay Bronston for a couple more minutes, just talking about the art fair Sunday, February twenty fifth. It's free, open to the public, one to five. At the uh, Champaign uh, County Nursing Home, they say art, entertainment, refreshments, and fun. And I think uh, in this sense, I know uh, as, as you talk about this, Kay, I mean, you know, on a on a Sunday afternoon, I think most people aren't going to think, hey, let's go to the nursing home. You know <laughs> exactly. what I mean? Unless I'm visiting a loved one or whatever. Exactly. But, uh,
11: and again, having done this for 35 years, I can't tell you how many Sundays I've said, well, let's have an open house. I bet people will come. Well. Nobody comes because the reality is nobody thinks we're going to spend any time in the nursing home. And the problem is when you're faced with a loved one and you have to make a decision when you're in the hospital, you don't know what to do. Mm -hmm. So obviously, you know, it would be nice if people could check out all that's available ahead of time. What a great way to do it Mm -hmm. by coming out for a fun event.
1: All right. Well, 1 to 5 uh, on Sunday, February 25th, if you're interested, stop by and uh, see it. Anything else we need to know? This This is your grand moment here. (laughs) (laughs) no no pressure
11: well you know one of the other things I was so intrigued by just real quick uh, there's poetry reading uh, from a poetry club and they're going to do on-demand poetry which I had to find out what is that when you they're gonna have a typewriter and you're gonna sit down and you're gonna talk to them and while you're sitting there talking to them they're gonna write a poem just for you and uh, I thought that was a CU poetry club so I thought that was kind of fun
1: all right looks like we uh, do we have a caller here Ed no they're just waiting for the next uh, segment okay very good uh, I appreciate you guys coming in. Thanks for I think having me. Hopefully, us. we've covered everything. Should people, if they have more questions, should they call anywhere? Call yeah, they can there?
11: call uh, They can call me, Kay Bronston, and mm-hmm. my phone is 708 417
1: All right, let me write that down because I'll get somebody to ask me. 708
11: 417 417- okay. 2911.
1: 2911. Very uh-huh. good.
12: We're thank hoping you. that when people stop by, they see some of the services here that they don't know that are unique at the nursing home.
11: Okay. And we will have tours that day, by the way, right. for anybody that would like
1: Same thing. All right. Sunday, February 25th, Art Fair, put on by the uh, Friends of the Champaign County Nursing Home. Check it out. Okay. Thank you, ladies. Thanks for hey, thank you. having us. Appreciate it. We'll come back with more. Penny, for your thoughts, your phone calls and emails coming up after this. Ten twenty-four here on this Wednesday. We're on a penny for your thoughts. One week to go in February, huh? February twenty-first, seven days from now, we'll be at the Big Ten tournament out in New York City. Three five six nine three nine seven. That's how you can join us on the phones. What's on your mind today? We've talked a lot about the uh, chief issue, of course, with the uh, paint the hall chief uh, story. It was in the uh, News Gazette today, courtesy of Julie Worth there at News Gazette Media. And, of course, uh, the passing of Billy Graham. We had a couple of folks on, Happy Layman and Mike Potts, a couple of uh, pastors here locally to talk about his legacy. We got a text from Mike. He says he's in Champaign. He says it's a sad day when any major university, Louisville, has to give back so much, but an even sadder day when a North Carolina can skate untouched. And this one from Steve in Monticello, a text on the Castle Heating and Cooling text line. He says, since the anti-chiefers are worried about being legal, maybe we should all wear the Florida State Seminole logo tomorrow night. It would be legal, approved by the NCAA, and obviously inoffensive, as we never hear Professor Kaufman ever criticize its use. That is from Steve in Monticello. All right, uh, Illini basketball last night. Let's uh, go back to that a little bit uh, last evening, the Illini Only down three to the Michigan State Spartans at halftime, thanks uh, in part to Trent Frazier. The seal drives to the right corner, looking for Nichols. He gets the man-to-man, bounce past Frazier, open for three, out top, and he knocked it down. Trent Frazier with his first bucket. He has a three. And ladies and gentlemen, we have a one-point game at the Breslin Center. Of course, Frazier's been uh, having a terrific freshman year. Should be on the all-freshman team, I would think, for the Big Ten. LaRon Black continued his recent hot stretch. 28-23, Michigan State by five. The Illini continue to counterpunch. Frazier, right corner, Black for three. Yes, He's red hot, and he nails another one. Good find by Frazier to LaRon Black. And Black with five quick points, and suddenly it's 28-26. Michigan State's lead is two. Well, and as good as as well as the Illini played in that first half, uh, they hit some big shots. They also missed quite a few layups last night. Here is Lucas, four to shoot, three, two, down the lane, layup, missed it. Boy, another missed layup. Brent Underwood just shrugs his shoulders like, man, we got the look, but didn't make it. Pass in the left corner, lost, off the hands of Lankford. Stolen by Smith, two on two, Smith, layup, missed it. Rebound. Miles Bridges. Two layups in a row that wouldn't go down. We talked about all of this with Brad Underwood after the game, in case you didn't stay up last night, about the start of the second half and the missed opportunities. with well, those missed layups in the first half.
6: Well, we missed uh, we missed eight layups in the first half. Really felt like we should have been up 6-8-10 right there and, and uh, had great control of the game. We survived the run out of the game. Uh, and then it was the first four minutes. Same thing that happened in the game in Champaign. Uh, they turn it up and uh, we ran horrible offense. We ran uh, not not bad offense. We ran atrocious offense. And
1: The other uh, problem early in the second half after Illinois was down by just three that kind of flipped the game over to Michigan State was uh, too many fouls early in the second half.
6: I'm frustrated with the, the silly fouls and, and I thought at times there were balls out there that maybe just bigger and stronger got. But I thought that you know, the other night against Nebraska, we got some of the balls that uh, they came up with, and uh, again, they've got uh, they've got two or three four pros out there, and uh, uh, that showed tonight.
1: And that's some of the uh, talk and uh, action from last night up in East Lansing, Illinois, and Michigan State. We'll take a break. We'll come back here. We've got news headlines at the bottom of the hour. Open phone here. Open line. The rest of the show today. We'll tell you more about what's ahead tomorrow and Friday as we continue on a penny for your thoughts. Give us a call, an email, send us a text, whichever way you'd like to join us here this morning on A Penny for Your Thoughts. Back on Penny for Your Thoughts, we are at the bottom of this uh, 10 o'clock hour. We'll take your phone calls in the next half hour, three five six nine three nine seven on the Castle Heating and Cooling text line, 3515-357. And email us, talk at com. Right about the freezing point here, 32 degrees in downtown Champagne, headed for a high of 37 so, got a forty percent chance of some precipitation. We'll have more in the news and weather coming up here at the bottom of the hour. This day in history, February first, uh, February twenty first, nineteen sixty five, the Black Muslim leader and civil rights activist Malcolm X, thirty nine years old, shot to death inside the Harlem Ballroom in New York. This day in eighteen eighty five, the Washington Monument was dedicated. Hopefully, you've been there to see that. This day in 1972, President Richard Nixon began his historic visit to China. He and his wife, Pat, arriving in Beijing. What is it they used to say? Only Nixon could go to China. On this day in 1972, and on this day in 1992, 20 years later, Christy Yamaguchi of the U.S. won the gold medal in women's figure skating at the Alberville Olympics. Nancy Kerrigan of the U.S. took the bronze in that event in 1992 so a little bit of a today in history note there on this february 21 open line the rest of the way this morning michael kaiser next with news headlines here at 10 31. <laughs> Ryan Barnard back on Penny for your thoughts. Glad you're with us. Again, the phone lines are available right now. If you'd like to jump in, 3569397 is how you can join us on the phone. You can text us, Castle Heating and Cooling, text line 3515357. Email us, talk at wdws.com. We've had some flood warnings today uh, for the northern half of our listening area until about 1 this afternoon. They say three and a half, four and a half inches. Uh, we've had estimates anyway in the last 24 to 36 hours. If you got any reports you want to pass along on that? We had a report from Royal, so they were um, experiencing a lot of flooding over there. With the uh, flood watches and warnings comes the potential for water issues at home or at work. When you need help, call Servpro of Champagne. They're ready to help now. Need their number? Well, just Google Servpro, S E R V, pro, Champagne. 3569397 is the phone line. Let's go back to that phone line. Hey, Kevin, good morning. How are you? Hey. Good morning. Hey, Kevin. Am I on? Yes, you're on.
13: Hey, Brian. Good show. Uh, been a long, last time I called in, Penny, was uh, the day the chief died. Oh. I talked to Jim Turpin. And, you know, he handled that whole, that whole day so good. And I told him, I said, you're like everybody's grandfather <laughs> of the Illini Nation.
1: So, yes. Yes, indeed. Two,
13: th- two things on the teeth uh i've lived in champaign 66 years on the same street 60 plus years uh been a line i fan generational uh you know my parents and my my kids got five kids and grandkids
14: and we're all online
15: supporters
13: and interesting uh look at What's going on with the anti chief? Uh, my take on it is that I am creating generations of chief fans. My grandkids, my kids, and I don't think I'm the exception, you know, of the community in line Nation. And on the other hand, An I Chief, you know, Kaufman and their handful of people, that's all they got. And the student group, you know, they're going to be here four years, and then they're going to be gone. But the chief supporters, we're not going anywhere.
9: Mm. And
13: it isn't going away. As long as we keep reproducing chief supporters, it isn't going anywhere, and they should know that.
1: Well, I think that's right at heart. I, I, I do think, you know, what's it been, 11 years now since the, uh, the chief last danced 2007, um, you know, there are students who are at the university who never saw him dance. So, you know, as, as you grow up without it, because I remember going to football games and basketball games with my dad, and, and uh, you know, the chief was a big part of the day. And, uh, you know, as we get further away from that, you know, can that, uh, I guess, love and remembrance of, uh, of an event carry on when it's not happening, I guess?
13: I, I think it is, you mm-hmm. know, in the spirit, you know, the spirit of the whole thing.
1: And, and the tradition, you
13: know, is is the fuel uh, to keep it mm-hmm. to keep it going and and honor the chiefs of you know society. I know uh, I know Alex uh, Dozier, Ivan, mm-hmm. his dad, and they're doing a great job. Um, but on the other hand, you know, this whole thing with uh, gun rights and you know. Gun control and all this—we can all agree to one thing on both sides of that—that it's a mess. Uh, and you know what the solution is—is is, is got to be, you know, somehow everybody coming together and not be divided, and and look for, you know, the measures you know, the, the policies, the laws that's going to protect uh, our citizenship yeah. and, you know, the the, the officers uh, that serve. But I've never owned a gun. Uh, know all kinds of hunting fishing guys, you know, over my own life, uh, but I joined the NRA today.
1: Huh. <laughs> and yeah. I've
13: never owned a gun, and I have no reason to own a gun. Yeah. But I I do support not taking the right of the citizens to have guns.
1: Yeah, the the, it's in there the right to bear arms. I mean, the right to do it. Yeah. Now you know I know the president came out. I guess he's going to be in support of uh, maybe regulating or doing a closer check on what is it the bump stocks. I don't I don't I'm not in the guns. I don't know a whole lot about how all that works. But uh, at least he he was talking about that yesterday, from what I understand.
13: Well the big thing is 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 getting all the, the different local state and federal agencies to to be able to have some kind of uh, solid you know applying for you know guns and and being able to just you know have applications and have have the the systems that you know, legally want to own guns. Mm-hmm. Have all them, you know, go through the process and be registered, and happily own guns for the right reasons, and and be a watchdog for, you know, the kind of crazy things that happen with, yeah. you know, people that come along with us or just go nuts.
1: Yeah, I, you 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 obviously know a little more more about it than I do. I I for me, I'd probably like to educate myself on what is involved in a background check? I mean what what happens? I don't I never really have owned a gun. I don't know even what the process is of getting one. I I probably should have somebody on sometime that can you know educate me and others I guess about because you hear so much about this uh, issue in regards to that and background checks and what is done and what isn't. I I get confused frankly as to what is well, done though.
13: Yeah, I would, you know, I don't think I do know much more than you. But part of joining the NRA is getting you know uh, a magazine they have one that that spells out the issues a monthly mm-hmm. thing that talks about all the issues one side and the other and you know all the the different politics involved you know whatever bills and
12: mm-hmm.
13: you know yeah. whatever's going so i'm I'm trying to inform myself
1: yeah well that's that's a good practice I think everybody should be informed in on a lot of stuff so
13: but having a I have no interest in getting a gun. Yeah. I haven't ever owned one. I haven't eaten one.
1: <laughs> well, I haven't either. So, it, uh, Hey, Kevin, thank you. i got to move to other callers here, but I appreciate it.
13: Thanks, man.
1: Yep, good to hear from you. Thank you for calling. Uh, let's go to Ted. Ted, good morning.
14: Good, mo- good morning. Um, I wanted to bring attention. I may have already been talked about that there's four major mouthpieces uh, for this movement out of Parkland in Florida. One of the young gentlemen is named David Hogg. He's 17. Well-spoken, good-looking young man. Turns out his uh, father's a retired FBI agent and Trump hater. And I could tell from the second he spoke, I go, this kid can speak very well. I think he runs a newspaper or something at the school also, which would go into it. But he's been well-trained, and uh, that's good. But uh, the, they're all going to be utilized by the uh, left wing. And... Um, off that subject, uh, the gentleman who spoke earlier about Lester Maddox, I go, you know, I thought, well, no, that's not good. Lester Maddox was doing that. Although the Klan was started by democratic party, most, uh, not the party, but the people who were in the Klan were Democrats and still are. And Lewis, I guess I would compare Lester Maddox to Obama hanging around Louis Farrakhan and Reverend, Reverend Wright. So. Kind of the same scenario, not not good for either thing. Hmm. And uh, the lady who called in yesterday or text and says, "I'm not going to take any sermon from people about gun control when when their their votes fund abortions." Yeah. and that's just the, that's just how it is. So you agree you know, with don't that? Don't call yourself yeah. a Christian if you if you vote Democrat. You're not a Christian because you uh... approve and condone abortion.
1: Well, I mean, that's uh, you're painting with a pretty broad brush there. I mean, I yeah, I think there are, um, you know, single issue voters, obviously, but um, I'd be careful with that one. So, well,
14: I don't see it as broad brush, yeah. but maybe you can explain further sometime. Yeah. But it's the uh, murder is murder, but well, I won't I, go into that's detail right. like
1: that's Don right. did yesterday. But yeah. thank you. All right, hey Ted, thank you. All right, uh, three five six nine three nine seven is how you can join us on the phones. You can text us, Castle Heating and Cooling text line, three five one five three five seven, and email us. Talk at wdws dot com. Joe is up next. Hi, Joe. Oh, good morning, Brian. I hope I don't ramble here. Uh, thoughts <laughs> are kind of clouded from yeah. Well, make them, and stuff. Make them. Make them bullet points. One, two, three.
16: Uh, I'll try my best. Uh, this situation in Florida uh the gentleman that was referring to the uh rally that's going on down there right now it, it, I was just watching it on t v and, and it, it's so obviously it's a political rally uh the liberals took over the education system years ago uh most of these slogans that they're they're using. Obviously comes from adults Uh, Liberal teachers are putting a lot of this in these kids head now these kids obviously are frightened They've got every right in the world to be frightened and they've got every right in the world to demand that something be done about this But I think that perhaps part of the problem is is when the liberals started taking over the schools You started seeing less and less discipline in the schools when I went to school We'd no more think about doing something like that than we'd be scared to death. Our football coach or shop teacher would have took us in the back room and beat us senseless. And then when we got home, our parents would have beat us senseless again for some of the stuff that goes on. The the discipline in the schools is gone. Police were at this shooter's house 39 times. Nothing happened to him. So he has no respect for law. He figures nothing's going to happen to him anyway. And, of course, he's wrong, but kids think like that now. And, and these kids in this, this big rally today, most of them at their age, they, they don't know exactly what it is they're thinking or talking about. They're just regurgitating that which is being pushed on them by uh, liberal adults. And there was a assault weapon ban for 10 years in this country, The Department of Justice done a study concerning the effect of it, and the Department of Justice came to the conclusion that it had absolutely no effect on anything. And, yeah, I think there should be some some stricter rules, bump stocks. Nobody should have bump stocks as far as I'm concerned. Mm -hmm. But the thought that they're going to go ahead and they're going to outlaw all weapons and ban assault weapons and then they're going to take them, well, I ask you, who the hell is going to come and take them? Because the police aren't going to do it, and the military probably aren't going to do it. And there were more hunting licenses sold in the state of uh, Wisconsin in one year, a couple years ago, than the entire population of the United States military. Hmm. So, you know, who's going to come take the guns? It sure ain't going to be the liberals, because all they got to do is sit back and talk and try to to agitate and
1: cause problems. And I apologize. That's okay. You, uh, You got to point three, so that's good. Hey, thank you, Joe. You're welcome. Great to hear from you. All right, we're at three five six nine three nine seven. A lot of talk about. It. There's a lot of emotion in all of this, of course. I mean, if you were a student in a school and you just had your best friend killed, I mean, you'd be rattled, like you wouldn't believe. I can, I can only, I can't even imagine. So there's a lot of that mixed in. Obviously, there's politics mixed in with it. Uh, there's a general sense of what in the world is wrong with our country when this is going on. I mean. Wh- What can we do? And um, just uh, it's all mixed together, and that's what makes it so tragic. 1050, we'll take a break. Back with more Penny for Your Thoughts. Here we have a little time left before the top of the hour. We'll tell you about the next couple of days as well here on Penny for Your Thoughts. Straight ahead. Well, we've covered a lot of different topics today. The passing of Billy Graham, in case you did not hear from earlier, passed away at the age of 99. We had a couple of pastors, local pastors, on to talk about that. In the first hour, I had some folks on from the Champaign County Nursing Home, the Friends of the Nursing Home, with an art fair Sunday, February 25th. Open to the public, 1 to 5 p.m. Lots of different artists and variety of things, some music. If you'd like to check that out on Sunday, we appreciate uh, them stopping by for a few minutes. Got a text here. It says, heard a great quote. The arguments in academia are so intense because the issues are so trivial. That's a uh, text. And also had a question about the nursing home, and I don't know the answer to this, but it says... Financial question about the nursing home. Is the nursing home making money, revenue from new residents coming in to improve the budget and financial situation? I, I do not know the answer to that. Uh, Daryl. Hey, Daryl, good morning. Uh,
17: good morning. Um, i just like to make a couple of points about the, the gun issue. Um, nowhere in the Second Amendment is the word hunting. uh brought forth. Uh, Our our liberal senators from Illinois say, what do you need to hunt with an AR-15? Well, our founders said the people needed to be armed to throw off a tyrannical government if that were to arise. Can we throw off a tyrannical government with muzzleloaders?
1: Well, (laughs) I... I you know you're right there you no know, there is, you're right there is no uh there is no specifics on what's in the in the amendment I mean it's just the right to bear arms like the right to a free press and and everything and else
17: that was the, so that was the writing that said we needed to be able to throw off if need be we we needed to be able to throw off a tyrannical government mm-hmm. uh Our founders also said what what irritates me about these students and and any kind of issue that comes up and we want instant results. We are not a democracy. Nowhere, that, to the best of my knowledge, nowhere in the Constitution of the Bill of Rights is the word democracy mentioned. Our founders loathed democracy.
1: Yeah, it's a representative republic.
17: It's a representative or a constitutional republic. Right. A democracy operates on emotion, just like a lynch mob. Somebody comes running out of a house, they heard a gunshot, they, they string the guy up. Then they find out if they would have used reason, thought like would be used in a representative form of government. Oh, somebody else shot this guy, but it's too late.
1: Mm-hmm. Yep. So no, we that's need that's. To, that's, we that's
17: need to think things through. We need to have level heads, and uh, this emotional mob mentality nonsense never gets us anywhere but in trouble.
1: All right, Daryl. Thank you. You. appreciate the phone call every time i hear the name daryl it's a great name i just always think of the new heart show you know what i mean um <laughs> uh let's go to orville <laughs> hi orville how are you
7: oh this is my brother daryl my other brother daryl yeah, that's
1: what i always think of I, I i don't know it's ingrained in my head <laughs> yeah
7: anyway talking about discipline in school you know what the uh, discipline in school they handle it by calling a police officer in and filing assault charges if somebody gets in a fight, the school don't handle it they, they just say head over there, and we're calling the police. well, that's now, why they
1: have the resource mm-hmm. officer in there to you know to help with that,,
7: well, so. yeah, but to file assault charges yeah. you handle discipline yourself, I thought yeah. in house, but nah, I'm too old for this <laughs> new government stuff, so
1: yeah, well, there's um. You know, I don't, I don't know what the answer is because, you know, schools are obviously they've been soft targets, and I don't know what you do. I mean, you don't want an armed camp, but, you know, with school, I mean, you'd like to think you could go to school and not have to do deal with that. But, unfortunately, we've, you know, they've become such soft targets. That's where those, you know, those killers go. Yeah. It's ridiculous. Uh, anyway. But
15: Have a good one.
1: All right. Thank you, Orville. And one more here before a final uh, quick break. Mike, hey, how are you?
15: How you doing, Brian? I had a sports question, but I everything going on. I like to say, when you and I went to school, we had drills for tornadoes and fires. We didn't have to have drills for a shooter. And some of these people better get their head out of the sand. I carry a gun for a living. If somebody's got an AR and comes up to me, put it this way, I'm in trouble. So they better start using a little common sense. Now my sports question is who's the other junior college kid that Illinois is looking at? I know Ty's yeah. the forward, but somebody said they had another kid now they're looking
1: at Yeah, him. and I can't think of his name either. There's there's several they're looking at that they've you know
15: Is he a guard that one they say is like the second or third best junior college player in the country?
1: Yeah, no. I, I can't remember the name. <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> okay. I'm not much good on that. I feel
15: so bad now. I do that.
1: Yeah. I, I, <laughs> my, my biggest thing in my position is what number do they wear and where are they from? That's uh, <laughs> That's what I – but, uh, yeah. I, and another
15: thing, I went to the
1: Nebraska game.
15: I hadn't been there since they redone the stadium. Assembly Hall, mm-hmm. State Farm, whatever you call it. It's beautiful.
1: Oh, it is, isn't it?
15: I mean, I don't know why they don't get more. They're big time. That's very, very impressive.
1: Yep. No, they. I think the they did a great job with it. It feels like an Illini home rather than just a, oh, you know, than a multi-purpose. Anyway, you have a great day. Thank you. Appreciate it. Back to wrap it up in a moment. All right. About thirty seconds left. It gives me time to uh, tell you tomorrow we will have an open line in the first hour, the second hour, like we did today for a few minutes, uh, a cappella. There's an a cappella event down at my old high school, Unity High School. We'll tell you about that a little bit tomorrow, and then on Friday we'll talk a little bit of the Olympics as they start to wrap up. A lot of big events heading into the weekend with uh, our friend David Woods for a few minutes. And then we'll have uh, Flashback Friday, second hour of the last uh, Friday of the month, coming up on Friday. So that's what's ahead this week. I'm Brian Barnhart. It is now 11 o'clock. CBS News Next, WDWS Champaign-Urbana.